Happy Monday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. How was that weekend? Hope it was great. We had a good one here and we're getting ready to make this work week awesome for you with a great trip report. We're headed down to Louisville, Kentucky with listener Justin to talk about his recent Walt Disney World vacation with his wife. They stayed at Pop Century Resort and he really enjoyed Pop. We talk about why and it was his first experience with the Skyliner. So that was a big hit. And we discussed times in the theme parks, his use of the Genie Plus and the DAS system. Also, we talk about great meals at places like Crystal Palace, Chef Mickey's, Garden Grill, and Ohana. He's a big Star Wars fan, so he gives us his thoughts on Oga's Cantina and Rise of the Resistance. Plus, they went over to Medieval Times. This is a place I've been curious about for years, and just drove past it when we did our Give Kids the World live uh, six-hour show when we went over there just a couple of months back. And, man, I got to get over there so we get a great review of that. Just a fun, fun show. And there's an awesome tradition that Justin started at the end of this trip. And I think we should all think about doing this ourselves on your next Walt Disney World vacation. So I hope you enjoyed today's trip report. We're going to have fun taking you down to Walt Disney World. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Remember, we can help you plan that next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip for no additional cost to you with many little booking bonuses and onboard credits for Disney Cruise Line trips. Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. Also, thank you very much to our patrons. You allow us to keep this podcast going, and it's because of your support that we get to put out four shows a week. If you'd like to become a patron starting at just $5 per month, come on over to Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast, and you'll get our bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. So come on over. Again, it's Patreon.com. Slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2376 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at The Magic for Less Travel. Happy Monday to you. Hope you had a great weekend and thanks for coming back and kicking off another work week or school week. Even though my kid's still not back in school, she had all last week off for fall break and today's professional development for the teachers. I'm telling her, man, when I was in school, we never got breaks like this off in October. This is like Christmas break, but it's it's like pre-Halloween break. It, it's unbelievable. They, they, they are off school as much as they're in school. But what can you do? It's, uh, it's just the way it is nowadays. So if you're having one of those extended... You got to rest and you're having a break. Thanks for taking the show with you, whatever you're doing. But a lot of us are working hard. So shout out to our hard workers out there who are getting it done today. We appreciate you. We're going to have some fun today with a fun trip report. We're headed down to Louisville, Kentucky with our friend, Justin. Justin, thanks for coming on the show today. How are you doing today on a Monday? Mike, thank you so much for having me. This is a, this has been the sort of highlight on my calendar for months now. I'm doing wonderful. How are you? I am great. And I love your enthusiasm. I love your excitement. And I'm glad to have you as part of the podcast community. So let's talk. Let's get to know Justin a little bit. So uh, Louisville, Kentucky, 
For folks that don't know, and we have a lot of international listeners and folks mm-hmm. from all around the United States, what's mm-hmm. something Louisville is most known for? I think mostly we kind of talked about this in the pre-show before we start recording. Horses. I mean, kind of, the, you know, we, we know that, but anything else like your particular area might be famous for that folks might not know? Well, I mean, you know, we, well, of course we've got, you know, KFC. I actually live pretty close to um, Colonel Sanders' original house, but um, as far as anything else goes, you know, we have one of the biggest, if not the biggest fireworks display right before Derby. It's called Thunder Over Louisville. Um, and it's so big that, um, <clears throat> pardon me, that they show it um, overseas to the troops on July 4th through like Armed Forces TV or something. That's so, awesome. Sweet. Yeah, so that's pretty big. <laughs> hey, and shout out to some KFC. I mean, nothing. nothing. By the way, I, I, aside, I always have lots of asides and a couple of asides. One, Aloha to Scotty Gardner, who's still on the island as we're recording and living his best life. He apparently got out of the Dole Plantation maze yesterday, so I'm glad that he's he's accounted for. No, I knew that. He's at the North Shore right now living his... I dared him to take one of those waves. He wouldn't do it. He was sending me videos of the waves. I'm like, get on those waves. Those of you surf. He's like, no way, man. It's probably a good idea. If you're from Michigan or Missouri, you should probably not be on the waves of the North Shore. The ones he was sending me, they were huge. I, I was dared my buddy to probably get killed. So it's probably not a good idea. Anyway, back to back to your story. So KFC, there's this commercial that's run by right now with Deion Sanders and his son Shadur. If like, because you know he's got that NIL deal. I know you don't watch a lot of college football. But he says something in it. My wife and I, I've seen this commercial a thousand times and I could not figure out what Deion Sanders was saying, like in the first phrase in it. And I finally figured it out the other day because I had to Google it. But I was wondering, I was like, I wonder if anybody else like had to keep replaying that commercial because I couldn't understand the first phrase. And I, now I can't, it's a terrible story because I can't remember exactly what he says. But it was something about like the, the mom says, I'm like, you know, don't eat those wings over the white carpet. And he says something like, go get me a wing. But he says something after that or right before that. And I was like, what did he say? I could never figure it out. But I, finally, like we Googled it. We figured it out. But uh, it's not that great of a story anyway. But KFC got me excited because oh, okay. I've, I've eaten lots of chicken littles from back in the 90s. That was like my go to, oh, yeah. which they don't have anymore, sadly. OK, so let's talk about your Disney back history. So how did you kind of uh, fall in love with Disney or, you know, that, that you're listening to a show like this? Well, it starts and ends with the Disney Channel. You know, I like I was like five when the Disney Channel first came on, and one of my first memories is actually watching Mouser Size on the Disney Channel. I distinctly remember it because Mickey scared me as a kid. Um, and then so we started to you know with all the movies and the TV shows, and then so I'm a pretty big geek. So video games, I'm playing all the video games, all the Disney video games, um, but back as a kid, we never really got to go to any of the parks. And that changed for me when um, I was 18 and my little sister, if she's watching high, was six. And so we went to Disney World for the first time and we had a great time. Um, But on the way home, and I'm not trying to garner any pity here, but I had a seizure on the way home. My first grand mall seizure. As an unintended side effect of that, I forgot all of my natural memories from the trip. Oh no. So I started learning everything about Disney after that. I tried learning, you know, stuff about Disneyland, Disney World. Uh, um, I listened to other podcasts, but I never got back to Disney World. That changed in uh, 
in um, November of 2022, when I went, uh, me and my wife went on our honeymoon down to Disney World. We're, we started planning it in June of 2021. And I found this podcast in June of 2021. And, you know, I just started taking notes and writing stuff down. And um, we went and we took most of the advice that you guys have said over the past few years of podcasts and they worked. Well, I'm glad to hear that. And I'm glad to hear that, you know, you, everything, you know, is coming, coming back around and that you're getting to have the, you know, this, these great experiences. So I can't wait to jump into this trip report. And it still makes me so excited that folks find us because I think as, you know, just, you know, personally as a podcaster, it, it, I don't think that people will find us this week, you know, that maybe today's <laughs> the first show somebody will discover, but it is probably. And, you know, because I think, Oh, well, everybody's been with us since we started the show back in 2008 when I was yeah, doing it back at my old house. That was crazy. That was back before, you know, <laughs> I looked a lot different in 2008 and my whole lifestyle was a lot different in 2008. But I appreciate those folks who've been with us for the you know, duration of the over 2,400 shows we've put out and those folks who've come along, you know, with us, uh, you know, part of the way. And we appreciate that. So let's yeah. jump into this trip. So you guys went back last spring. So this is going to be a great primer for folks that are going, because I know I'm booking a lot of trips right now for mm -hmm. spring 2024 and you stayed at pop century. So tell us about the planning for this trip, because I know one thing about our audience and it's that planning is half the fun for our audience. I mean, I just know that it is for me too, because if you think about it, if you don't enjoy the planning and the pre-trip, that's going to be 90% of the time. Like your, your trip itself goes so quickly you need right. to, you need to enjoy the time before the trip because that's the most, <laughs> that's like the biggest chunk of time that you get. Yeah. So we actually, um, planned this for about six months. We had this trip booked about five days after we got back from, from our honeymoon in November. So, um, we, we talked to our travel advisor and, you know, we said, Hey, you know, we want to do kind of a budget trip and she gave us a list of hotels and I recognized pop century immediately. And I and we talked about it, my wife and I, and we said, that's where we want to go. And it's amazing. I mean, we absolutely loved it. And I think that we're going to be going there from now on. Whenever we go to the parks, we're going to be staying at either Pop Century or Art of Animation. It was a wonderful hotel, best experience. Very nice cast members. Everything was great. I'm with you. That's my go-to for all my race weekends. I tend to stay there. I'll probably be there for marathon. I just, mm -hmm. I, I like that it's Skyliner access. I mean, I'm a retro, I listen to tons of retro podcasts. So it's right up my alley, 50s, 60s, mm -hmm. like 70s and 80s, especially. Um, mm -hmm. I just like the whole vibe. It's got great transportation besides the Skyliner. The buses are pretty good. The food court works for me perfectly. Oh, the food court was great. Oh. We, we ate there a lot. Yeah. I mean, that's my jam. I'm a simple guy that, you know, I don't need stuff that's fancy. It's got exactly what I like, you know, just the stuff I like. So, okay. So let's talk about you guys headed down. You flew down, it looks like, and you got there and you guys used uh sunshine flyer. So how does yes. uh, talk about arrival and travel and coming in? Well, rest in peace, sunshine flyer. But, um, yeah. so yeah, we got in there super early and, um, we went down to the sunshine flyer desk. We got on immediately on a bus and that bus left within five to 10 minutes. It was absolutely smooth transition, hardly any wait. Um, and then when we got to the um, hotel, we um, originally were just gonna drop our bags off at Bell Services and go explore Pop and Art of Animation. And 
I made an audible and I said, well, why don't we go into the hotel and try to check in there? So we went, we talked to an amazing cast member. I think her name was Amy, but forgive me if it's not. Um, she uh, got us a room immediately instead of waiting until 3 p.m. This was at like 9.30 in the morning. Mm -hmm. So we got a room immediately in the requested 50 section because I had checked in online earlier. Um, we went back to get our bags, had a little bit of trouble with the bags, but we're not going to talk about that. No big deal. Um, and we went to our room and it was in the back part of that T section mm -hmm. of the hotel, uh, basically right next to one of the, uh, big bowling pin staircases. And we were, you know, 30 seconds away from the Skyliner. I know where we're talking, just, I know where you're talking like the yeah. T there with the big jukebox there in the fifties, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I run past so, there many times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So yeah, we, we um, took a rest and then um, we had, we actually broke one of your rules. We went to a dining experience on our landing day, on our um, arrival day, but we went to Ohana for the very first time. That's good. Cause I mean, it was dinner and you guys got there early in the morning. That's good. You got, you got plenty of play time. It's not like you're trying to land at three 30 in the afternoon and try to make a five o'clock 80 yard. That's when right. you're stressing out because it's too tight. Yeah. So Man, you probably had worked up a good appetite there, though, in the, in the travel day. I mean, that's that's one of those things. Like, if you're going to a place like Ohana, you know, any of these, you know, uh, Garden Grills, Chef Mickey's, you know, name your Tusker House, your uh, Crystal Palace, any of these buffets, you want to make sure that you're getting your value if you're in my position, because I always want to get my money's worth. So I got to make sure I work up a good appetite. Sounds like a good plan. So what do you guys think about Ohana over there for dinner? Oh, we loved Ohana. Um, I think I put in my notes that it was a gauntlet. I love of food. that. What did you? Say? I was hoping you would say that because I love that phrase. Uh, but I didn't want. I was trying to set you up for it because I didn't want to. I didn't want to say it. I wanted you to. But that was great. Gauntlet, no, yeah, gauntlet yeah. of food. Yes, a gauntlet of food. Um, we came hungry too, and by the time they brought out the steak and the shrimp, we were like, oh my, like you know, we just can't eat anymore. It was all so so good. Um, you know the the um noodles and the wings we ordered like seconds and um, seconds and thirds of those and then they just kept on bringing other courses and like i said by the time we got to the steak and the shrimp we were just beat we couldn't do it anymore we had a couple of bites of the red pudding which was delicious we wish we could have fit more in our stomachs but we just couldn't and we had planned to do other things after lunch and we just went back to the room because we were so stuffed to the point of almost being sick. Yeah, it was. I've been, I've been there. I've been there. It's just like, I'm done, man. I just got to go back and just like lay out. <laughs> right. like I can't move. Yeah, but but um, Ohana um, is great. You know, we were sitting there. We had a great view of the castle. We got in the back left part of the hotel, um, and we thought that they were pumping in um, ukulele music. We turned around. There's the guy standing right behind us playing yeah. the ukulele, and it was just the perfect way to kick off. A vacation you know we had a wapu wapu between the two of us you know that big pineapple drink and it was just the best way to start in a fantastic week oh man that sounds good and by the way when scott gets back apparently he's been taking ukulele lessons out of delani so he'll be uh -oh. he, he might play us in on the next uh sunday night live show i don't know that That's, would be amazing rumor has it <laughs> i don't know how good he is but uh he's he's taking uke lessons out there uh, in hawaii so we'll see all right, so now here's I find this interesting on your itinerary because you sent me some notes. Mm -hmm. your, your next day, so your first full day there. Most people are itching, like uh, every almost every show that I do. 
Okay, so like the, a lot of people do exactly what you did. You land, you you know, do something at the resort or another resort, have a meal, yeah. kind of chill out, swim, whatever. Don't go to a park the first day, smart, arrival day. But everybody, mm -hmm. like the first full day, like, okay, we're going to rope drop the Magic Kingdom. That's what 90% of the people do. You know, the other 10% either rope drop one of the other three parks because they're like, yeah. we're here. You guys didn't do that. You had a Disney Springs day and a pool day. Now, were you itching to go to a theme park or were you intentionally kind of easing your way into the vacation? I like this. Well, we were intentionally kind of easing our way into the vacation. Um, and so we just decided just to go down to Disney Springs and um, look around there. We went to um, Disney Springs on our um, honeymoon, but we didn't get to spend that much time there. So we knew that that was a priority for us. We went around and then we went back and we swam in the big pool in Pop, the big one. Um, I forget the name of it. The hip. I call uh, it, I call it the the hippity dippity, but it's a uh, technically called yeah. the, it's technically called the hippy dippy, but it's cool if you call it the hippity dippity. So there you yeah. go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we swam there and then just kind of you know eased our way into it. And you had s'mores at the resort. God, that's oh, see, yeah. the little yeah. things like that are what make a resort cool to me. Oh yeah, um, yeah. The uh, the um, s'mores thing. Um, we wanted to do the tie dye shirts also, but we didn't get a chance to do that. But those little things, you know, you don't have to go out and you know uh, down to a park to to have fun. You know, there's so many different little um, activities that we found at the resort, like the movies under the stars or like the s'mores tasting, um, that are you know small little five to 10 minute experiences, but they stay with you throughout the entirety of the trip. Yes, absolutely. All right. So now we're hitting the theme park next day. Okay. So it's your wow. second day, full day there. Full day there. Okay. So, and it's not magic kingdom. Ladies and no. gentlemen, we're not going to magic kingdom first. Here's the first theme park. So tell us about your, this day, because you start bright and early. I mean, you guys are there when the skyliner opens. So walk right. in, in skyliner, I mean, it lives up to a type every single time, right? I mean, I absolutely, absolutely. Ever. I've got on a Skyliner shirt right now. I, <laughs> I, I have two upstairs. I know if it yeah. wasn't if Mizzou wasn't six and one right now, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we we zigged when other people zag, and we went to Hollywood Studios. I'm a big Star Wars fan, as you can probably tell by the Boba Fett. Yep. Uh, with <laughs> piece over underneath my shoulder here, um, and the droid right there. Um, and we went to um, Hollywood Studios. We got uh, we got Genie Plus this day, and um, I um, am fortunate enough to um, be able to use a DAS. Mm -hmm. So we used that in combination, and we uh, got on the Skyliner about six, or got to the Skyliner about six forty-five. Got on at about seven. We're at the gates about seven ten. And we went immediately to uh, to Rise of the Resistance and rode that. And then I got a Daz for it. We rode it again about a half an hour later. And then I paid for it and we rode it again about 60 minutes later. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> That's like a record. Oh, it's great. I love it. <laughs> you, but, um, you, wrote it you wrote it more than two hours and I think I've ridden it in two years. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best ride in... Well, in Disney, almost. I, I think so. Um, I, I, think just, so. I just absolutely loved it, and we had so many fun character uh, character moments um, with the cast members there, you know. Um, and so, for example, we went through on the first time, 
And there was a cast member there who was just kind of eyeing me up and down because I just had a grin on my face the entire time. And he comes up to me and gets about, you know, maybe a foot away from my face. I was like, what are you smiling about? I'm like, I'm just happy to be here. Like, you're happy that you got detained. You're happy that you got caught. And I said, yeah. And he goes, what? He goes, what were you doing on that transport? And I said, I was really just trying to find Mickey Minnie's runway railway. And That's a good said, answer. Well, That's a good answer. That's a good one. <laughs> and he said, well, what is Mickey Minnie's runway railway? I said, oh, oh, nothing. It's just a ride. And then he actually turned to my wife and he was like, is this idiot with you? And I just lost it. I, <laughs> I fell to the floor almost. I, I could not handle it. It was great. And then on the second time um there was a kid there maybe six maybe seven who was absolutely convinced that we were actually in space and his parents were going along with it oh yeah buddy you know we're in space and just kind of watching that was just one of the best experiences down there it was great because this kid was so thoroughly convinced that everything was so super real it was amazing those two examples, though, are exactly what I love to have in a Disney vacation. One, cast members that get into it and play right. their role so deeply that, they do. you know, you are having because you get to have fun back, you know, like that. I mean, right. it, you know, it's a could be an average Tuesday morning, but man, you're living your best life, having a good time with this cast member because you're at Walt Disney World. You're having a blast. And then, like you said, getting to see a kid have that kind of an experience like dude we're really you know are like on soaring like we're really flying you know or yeah. you know we give a set example from any attraction that that's the right. best that's the best i mean that that's awesome and you mentioned it was raining all day see did, did you still make the best of it i mean do you have any um any advice for folks being that it because i mean you know it happens well i mean you know with the rain people were you know leaving the parks when it was raining heavy and then it would kind of lighten up and you know then the ride times would really lower down um you know i like I just say, just just bring your ponchos and your patience and just, you know, don't leave. Whatever you do, don't leave because the crowd levels drop mm-hmm. so much when it rains. And I think that you've said that before, but I really got to experience it. Yeah. It went from um it went from a you know a, like a sixty to ninety minute wait on rise to about twenty-five. And yeah, yeah. that's yeah, that's great. So um so after our rise experience, we went to do Toy Story, um, Toy Story Mania. We did that once. We rode um, the Runway Railway quite a few times that day. We went to uh, the Indiana Jones Stuntacular. We met Chip and Dale as the Rescue Rangers, which was a blast. That's cool. Because, yeah, because uh, I took my phone, and as we were getting up there, I started playing the Rescue Rangers theme. And... <laughs> Chip and Dale were dancing around and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, the, the photo pass photographer was snapping pictures and dancing too. And it was just, <laughs> just an amazing experience. Like I'm sure they see that like 10 to 20 times a day, but it was just an amazing experience for us. It was great. I like in your notes, you think you, think you saw Mark Daniel in the, uh, the epic stunt spectacular, which yeah, you know yeah. what you probably did, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the director in the Indiana Jones stunt spectacular, like he looked just like Mark Daniel and I looked it up later and apparently he's been like at that attraction for a while yeah off and on so I was like oh my god we saw kind of a minor Disney celebrity or a major Disney celebrity yeah you know so that was cool (laughs) 
I see I see him all the time on that commercial. There's a commercial during college football where this uh this kid hits a foul ball and it breaks a windshield. And I'm always oh. like, ah, that's that's Mark Daniel right there. He's, that's the guy from Disney. Yeah, because he used to he used to also do uh this is probably before your time going a lot, but they used to have the American Idol experience where you know people it's it's where Frozen Ever After is now or you know the show at the studios. Okay. But he would be he would a lot of times he'd warm up the crowd before the show. And he was mm-hmm. so good. He's, I mean, he's just so, he is such a great MC. Like he is such a great host and yes, he would get he out there and rev the crowd up. And I mean, like he, you'd be like ready to go. The real show hadn't even started yet, but he came out like as a, like a warm up act. And right. It was just awesome. Cause he'd be like, raise the roof, raise the roof. And everybody be raising. He's like, okay, bring it down, bring it down. It was, he was the, I was just like, man, I was like, I don't care if we have a show here. Let's just, let's just all, let's just dance in our right, seats. And, yeah. I mean, Mark Daniel, man, he's the bomb. Okay, well, let's start with, so you did, you're doing stuff this morning, because you also says, like, Muppet Vision 3D. On a rainy day, when you're trying to avoid the crowds, like, or trying to avoid the rain, and you're trying to ride it out, find stuff where you're going to be inside for long periods of time. Right. Sit down restaurants, attractions that are longer, like shows. So go mm-hmm. to, like, Frozen Ever After, go to Muppet Vision. <laughs> like, do right. Mickey and Minnie's if you can get in there. Even if you're staying in line, a lot of that's inside. Like, just got to think, how can I be covered for long periods of time, even if it's in a line? You just got to be, you just got to think outside the box a little. But you guys went to Rodeo, uh, Roundup Rodeo, which I still haven't been to. And I like what you said because you mentioned in your notes, you said that you liked it, but it was very subjective based on your taste. Now, I think I would yeah. like it because I'm a barbecue guy, like the meat and potatoes. So, yeah, well, so am so, I. So, so, like, even to go even more nuanced than that, um, I'm a barbecue guy as well. Um, go for the experience. Everyone go. Like, I'm not saying don't go. The sides are wonderful. The experience is great. Um, when um, Andy comes, it's fantastic. We even saw a cast member um, who was cleaning up food from a messy uh, family of, like, six and was like underneath the table picking up food and like they froze when <laughs> like Andy came. It was amazing. What I mean by like your taste maybe or like your your um, enjoyment of this may be subjective is so there's all different kinds of barbecue. True. You know, there's there's um, Kansas City, there's mm-hmm. Texas, there's Carolina. I'm not a big Carolina style and that's what they serve there. I'm more of a Texas barbecue kind of guy. I'm not really into the vinegary sauces and stuff. The food is great. The barbecue is great. Um, the the snake in my boot sausage was the best meat that we had at the restaurant. Um, it was just, you know, the sauces, not really the kind of style that I like. So, like, I don't know why they decided to go with South Carolina barbecue, but that's not on Disney. That's on me and my taste. I'm not going to knock Disney for something that's my personal taste. That's interesting. So go, I like that. Sorry. No, that's super interesting though, because and that's a great way to put it because you know, it is, it's regional, right? I mean, cause yeah. I'm, you know, most of, we have St. Louis style barbecue. I'm, obviously I'm in St. Louis and Kansas city is obviously huge on the other side mm-hmm. of the state, but like where you are, you know, in Texas, you said that's your favorite, but you know what I have mm-hmm. discovered? I will tell you this. Before I went to Regal uh, Regal Eagle over in Epcot, mm-hmm. I didn't have any idea about South Carolina barbecue sauce. Like that stuff, it almost looks like mustard. You know, it's yeah. it's 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 yellow. Yeah, I, I love that stuff, but I never had it. Like I, we don't have that around here. Oh. I do, I crave that stuff now. I, like, see, I do <laughs> like I do like that stuff. I love that stuff. That stuff. That, but go. see, the thing is, I I had never even know I had never had it in my life until Regal Eagle, which was only a few years ago. 
So it is kind of oh, cool okay. that you get exposed to stuff like, I mean, my world's really big, right? I mean, like most people are traveling the world. They're going to Australia. They're going to France. They're going to London. My world has, has expanded because I've tried South Carolina barbecue at Epcot. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> live a little, Mike. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, like Roundup Rodeo, uh, great experience. Don't need to go every single time, but go for the experience. The just like everything is so well done there, well themed. And, you know, um, I think that for a first time, um, uh, um, a, a first time experience, excuse me, it's really well worth it. You don't need to go every single time you go down there, but every once in a while, it's wonderful. That's how I feel about Space 220. Well said. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, so you're, but I like Space 220 a lot. I just don't need to go every time. It's too expensive, but it's super, super, it, the experience is amazing. Like, it's so right. cool. You got to go, you have to go once, but you don't have to go every you time. Have to. Okay. So, huge Star Wars fan. You guys went to Ogas. So, tell us yes. about what you thought of that because that is such an intimate, quaint, but very immersive experience. So, it was pouring down rain like it was Kashyyyk. In <laughs> I like that too. You're on your game tonight. <laughs> <laughs> when we were uh, going to Oga's, you know, the the rain wouldn't stop, and so we got in there, and it's just it's so it's so immersive. I know people have said that before, but we got a cast member who I swear to God is an actual space bartender, <laughs> Jimbo. I love you. I don't know if you listen to this podcast or not. We uh, we talked to him for about pretty much the full 45 minutes, and I'm convinced Disney actually like sent someone to space to find an actual space bartender. They found Jimbo and brought him down. Um, when when he found out that um, it was my first time there, uh, he took me around to like every single part of the bar, was showing me different stuff, pointing out you know like the frog eggs that are in the carbon freeze. And when I ordered a hyperdrive, he was telling me you know that they've only got you know like like 10 more parsecs until they need to refill the fuel. And it was just so into it. And that got me so into it. We, we got the carbon freeze and we got the um, hyperdrive punch it. And we got something else. I forget what it was. All three drinks were fantastic. Um, I'm not a big alcohol drinker, but the, uh, but the um, hyperdrive was amazing. Tried a little bit of the carbon freeze and it, I mean, like when they say that, like it kind of numbs your tongue or whatever, it really does. It's so cool. Um, and, you know, like I have about 15 or 20 of the little, um, you know, coasters now, because uh, Jimbo gave me about 20 or 30 when I asked for one. So, yeah, <laughs> it was fantastic. That's when you hear cast members, though, that take the time to really share their environment, share their story, you know, and get you to see, OK, here's something. You probably don't know this about this, the, you know, this, this piece of my where I, where I work here, you know, this, this right. location. That's cool because <laughs> now yeah. you're talking about it. I, and I say, I had no idea. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I, I've been in there a couple of times just briefly and uh, yeah, I do like it. I like DJ oh, Rex over it. playing the music and it's a, uh, it's, it's cool. I love it. It is neat. Yeah. It's, um, it is noisy, but it's something that I want to do every single time that we go down now, if we can. I just worry, so you know, I just want Obi-Wan popping out with like a lightsaber and chopping anybody's arm off. Like, you right. know, <laughs> I try to come out, I try to come out with all the limbs that I walked in with, if if at all possible. Uh, Okay. So now, so you also did some stuff over at the launch bay. I always forget the launch bay is still there. You know what I'm saying? Like the launch bay was like central to my experience at the studios back before, uh, you know, uh, galaxy's edge opened. 
Mm-hmm. And I always forget that it's even there anymore. So you got to, I guess you met Chewbacca and is BB-8, yes, BB-8 still back over there? Uh, BB-8, yes. Um, we actually didn't get to see BB-8 this time. We did meet Chewie and we did meet uh, um, Darth Vader. Oh, Vader. Um, very inside, but I called him Sky Guy at one point and he did not like that. Um, so, uh, you know, it's just that was something that we couldn't do on our honeymoon. We actually totally forgot about it. Like you just said, you know, you kind of forget that it exists. We made sure that we did it this time. And um, those small little character experiences, I love. I love meeting characters. Like that's one thing that I found out really quickly when I started going down there. We love meeting characters. So uh, so um, anytime that we can get a chance to do that, we will. The greatest thing, I wish you could have done this over it because they, they only did this for a brief period of time over at the launch bay. Um, mm-hmm. And you might have read about this somewhere because they don't do it anymore. They had the Jawas over there and you used to be no, able to. Kidding. Yeah, don't kidding. And they looked they, were, they, they would just wander loose like they wouldn't you wouldn't line up to meet the Jawas. They just walk around the place and there'd be like four or five of them that would travel in like a pack. <laughs> and so the coolest thing about it was no kidding. They would trade with you. So you would. You could just trade with them like random stuff you had in your pocket and they would either, they would either accept it or not. Like, so yeah. you would hand them stuff like I got like a, like an old fast pass or something. This is back in the fast pass days or like, uh, I can't remember just, I mean like random stuff. I mean like a piece of gum or you know, what have you. And sometimes they'd be like, and they they keep it and they just like take it and they would give you something for it like a i don't know like some kind of like a little collectible token or something and you'd be like but then sometimes they'd be like and they just throw it back at you like like, it was the best i mean and our listeners will know like they were it was so it wasn't there very long but i just remember this one day we were down there with scott's family like we were trading with jawas and we couldn't get them to accept anything because we just had like i guess we just had bag and stuff like we had junk we're just Uh like we're like, okay, what who else has something? Like we're digging, <laughs> we're digging through backpacks. We're like, what do you want? And like they don't speak English. We're like, we're, you know, and the Mallory's like offering up, you know, like something. I'm like, no, 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 that's like an external battery. Dude, I just got that from Anchor. It was like 75 bucks. I'm not giving that to the job. Give give me that. Like I it turned into a thing. I'm like, she's like, offer up your phone. I'm like, I'm not offering up an iPhone. <laughs> that that jaw's gonna take my iPhone and run. I'm like, I don't, I don't need I don't need that. that. Yeah, I don't need that token that bad. I mean, it was, it was, it they was awesome. Walking around Galaxy's oh, Edge. I, I would cool. love that. Oh my, they would get mobbed. It like, but it was so, sure. it was, and that's, I think that's what happened was like, cause it was, it was really cool because there weren't a lot of people in there at the time. So like we got the time to like barter back and forth with them and have this great experience. But then like people started crowding around and then of course, like, you know, people are trying to offer, but I, I just remember that day. It was the wildest. It was, it was like being in the movie. Like, I'm just like, what do they want? Like, what do you want? Quit, quit firing stuff. And they're like, the one was like, like ornery. Like it was firing the piece of gum back at me. I'm like, oh, dude, crazy. knock it off. You little sucker. You going to shoot me with that gun. Like you did R2D2. <laughs> anyway. So got us. Yeah. That was just a great memory because I love, I've been a launch bay probably since then. So you try to see phantasmic rain. Didn't get to see it. Ah, yeah. Dang. It's like, well, kinda... well, yeah, well, technically we saw like the first 10 minutes and when the music started, I was like, Hey, that's the music from the podcast. That's and, the point. <laughs> and then about 10 minutes in, like right after, uh, um, Aladdin song, it just like, just got shut down. And then this voice came over saying, we are sorry this evening's, you know, um, showing a fantastic cannot continue to schedule. And then we got kicked out of Hollywood studios yeah. next time. <laughs> walk back all sad. Next time. Next time. Yeah. 
All right. So, so the next day was a rest day, but I got to jump into this one. So you did some, well, first of all, you did breakfast bright and early over at Chef Mickey. So give us a quick review of that. Cause there's something I really want to talk about on this day, but this we is. We love Chef days. Mickey's. Um, this was our first time going to um, Chef Mickey's. We got um, a um, 735 um, experience or dining experience. Um, so we were the second family in there, you know, and, and, and I don't know if all of the restaurants do this, but like all the servers were out there clapping for us when we walked in. Um, we got a great server there. I think her name was Emily. I can't remember off the top of my head, but she was wonderful. Um, and we got to see a lot of the characters because there was only two or three families in there at the time. Um, we, get, we got to spend a lot of time with Donald, who's my personal favorite. So he was great. Um, and the food, okay, it's typical Disney food. You know, it's not totally. gourmet stuff, but you're not going there for that. You're going there for character experiences, and we got our money's worth. Yep, it is. It's exactly it. I mean, it's typical breakfast stuff. You get bacon and eggs and biscuits, and I mean, you got breakfast pizza. You got me a couple. Right. You know, you got, but you got, you know, you get cereals. It's it's what you're going to get on a breakfast buffet. But it's the environment, and you're at the contemporary. Right. The monorails going by. And you got the fab. You can get all the character pictures out of the way. Bam! Before you even go to the park. Absolutely. Love that. Absolutely. So this was a day where you swam, you rested, you went to some of the other resorts. But here's what I got to ask you about. That night for dinner, you guys offsite. Mm -hmm. Scott and I said, because we went over to Give Kids a World, and we had the event back in September where we did the uh, the six-hour live show, and we drove past this place, and both of us turned to each other in the car and said, we have got to go to this place sometime. Like, this this is worth driving off-site. We've got to check this out. And it's medieval times. Like, we, got, yes. we just want to go. He's like, dude, do you think they joust in there? And I'm like, I think they do. I'm like, I, I don't know. But I'd so that's what I thought. I was like, I, dude, if they joust, dude, it's worth the price of admission. Because I think you eat turkey legs and I think people joust. That's all I know. I don't know. And it looks right. awesome from the outside. So give us, what's the what's the deal with medieval times? So um, so we love dinner shows. We, we go down to Gatlinburg and see the dinner shows. And so we knew that we had to go there. Um, so um, you get in there and you're immediately greeted, oh, you, know, you know, lords, ladies, welcome, you know. And then they usher you to the bar, to the medieval bar. Um, you can actually like, buy medieval weaponry there there's a sword station no oh joke. um you can get knighted you can pay an extra like 80 dollars and get knighted by the queen there and stuff we paid for the vip package which really just meant that we were like really close to the um to the um arena we were in like row two out of row six or whatever and it was worth it. Absolutely worth it. So much fun. Um, yes, you do have to eat with your hands and yes, it is a little messy, yes. but they do do jousting. Uh, there's like a whole storyline where this queen is, you know, like her consort is trying to overthrow the queen and there's a whole storyline there, but you're really there to see the horses. You're really there to see the action. Um, so there's several games like they, they joust, like you said, um, there are, um times when like someone will joust and they'll fall off the horse and then they'll have to defeat them so they'll hop down from the horse grab a sword and and like we we were so close you could see sparks flying off the sword and it's just Holy it was God. so cool so great i love it so we, we are need gonna, to go back we are gonna do this <laughs> that is, that please, is so awesome. please yeah. go i will pay for your ticket no that, no you know um, we are gonna go though that sounds like so much fun i mean that sounds like something so far from anything i've ever done that is and that's what i want like oh man yeah. i'm not gonna pay no, like, i'm not gonna come home with the sword like that 
Yeah. yeah like um, if Disney did something like that, like, hey, like turn turn that building that was the Galactic Star Cruiser into some sort of like medieval times-esque Disney experience. Yeah. Take my money. Easy. Easy. You got to be careful when you say to turn that into <laughs> stuff. People get upset. People, you're, you're ruffle feathers. Sure. I mean, build yeah, a new, yeah. build a new thing. <laughs> I've learned, I've learned I've, after you podcast for a while, you learn to not say, to turn anything into anything else. Just say, build no, something no. new. Sorry, no. <laughs> I'm just trying no, to, I, I, I will not give out your email. You're good. <laughs> Everybody knows mine. So that's all I'm saying. All right. So the next day you guys headed to the magic kingdom. You had two days there. This is day one. So give us some yeah. highlights for from this day it was a wednesday so midweek great time to go yeah midweek great time to go um we got a lot done this day um we got down there uh and um as we were walking in for the early entry there was a wedding going on on the hub i mean Ooh, nice. like right walking down the aisle and everything i don't know how much that cost but good for them yeah um so yeah so then <laughs> yeah no it wasn't so then we go to Fantasyland. we um immediately get on mine train or what my wife does. Then we go to um, Peter Pan's flight, um, get that done. We hit, um, we um, head over to Haunted Mansion. We're right there when it opens up that section of the park for the first time. We get on the first um, Haunted Mansion ride. Then we head over to Jungle Cruise, get on that ride. We went to Pirates, did that. We had, by 10 or 11 a.m., we had most of the major stuff that we wanted to do done. And that was in combination of the uh, Daz pass that I said earlier and, and Genie Plus just going back and forth using that. And that's and good. And plus, and plus is being there early. Like being there early, yes. rope drop is such, I mean, I know people don't want to get up early on vacation, but it gets, there's such an advantage. Yes, yes, there is. And we are early risers anyway. I think, I think I'm more of an early riser, but we're early risers anyway. So we can do that. And, you know, we got a lot done. We saved 90 minutes by being there for 30 minutes and doing all the rides. I agree. It's easy, easy. So, you know, you also said you got, you, again, you guys did uh, Enchanted Tales with Belle, one of the most hidden great examples of what Disney does best, hidden right there in the dead center of Fantasyland at the Magic Kingdom. And you became Mm -hmm. a knight. Every guy, I think I know, you have to be a knight in the show. (laughs) Just got to stand there. Yeah. Yep. We, uh, Yeah, uh, that yeah, that was very unexpected that I got pulled from the audience. But um, I mean, hey, I'm six two. I kind of stand out. Um, and you know that 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 little experience. It's so just the theming and everything. It's it's such a good experience. And the wait was not all that long. It. Um, I think you said it on the last trip report show. It's kind of like a hidden gem. Yeah, it is. It's wonderful. It's yep. so cool. And yep. Beauty and the Beast is one of my favorite um, Disney movies too. So, you know. It's because it's, it's, it's like a meet and greet kind of, but it's a story. It's it's immersive right. and it's an intimate experience too. It's not a huge, you know, it's not 5,000 people in an amphitheater. It's usually, you know, a hundred or so in a small setting. And it's, it's, it, it, it's yeah. very well done. The, you know, yeah. so many people walk past it and don't even know it's there, which is right. fine There's because if everybody so was cool. mobbing it, it wouldn't be the same. So. Right, right. And there's so many cool animatronics there, like the like the wardrobe, like when you walk mm-hmm. in, you first get the wardrobe, I'm like, they got a talking wardrobe. I don't know how they got it, but they 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 um, went out and found a, an actual talking wardrobe. I don't know how, but they did it. And then you go inside yeah. and there's the Lumiere. Yeah, I was going to say Lumiere. I love that thing. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's so just 
it's such a marvel of technology. Absolutely. It's, yeah, it is. I mean, it's, it's uh, not to mention how you enter into the story. I mean, for folks that haven't been there, I don't want to spoil it, but you go, yeah, you, there's an immersive way that you're kind of enveloped into the, into the experience itself. So the rest, the rest of that day, though, it looks like you guys did a bunch more attractions had, we talked about this in the pre-show too, Casey's corner for dinner. God bless America. Like that's, that's a good dinner. Like you don't, we don't know. I know a lot of people come on and like we did California grill. That's great. And then that's, that's a, that's an awesome dinner, but you know what? I say, so is Casey's corner for great Americans. Nothing wrong with that either. Casey's corner is wonderful. Um, it is my new favorite thing in Walt Disney world. It's well, it's an old thing, but it's new to me. Um, you know, the corn dog nuggets with the extra cheese and the foot long hot dog. You can't get any better than that. You know, large Coke. Yeah, I Can't agree. That's America right there, man. That is good stuff. And then you kind of wrapped it up, headed back to pop. So now the next day, because I got a couple questions at the end I want to ask you. I got two more days in the parks. You went to Epcot the next sure. day, which was a Thursday. So you started the day off, quick, grabbed a quick bite at the resort. And then obviously, because you're going to Epcot, you got to ride the Skyliner over and you, you get off the Skyliner back at the International Gateway exit. So you came in from the back. So talk to us mm -hmm. about some of the highlights from this day. Like, what'd you get done over there that were some of your favorite things? Well, um, as soon as we entered into the park, we headed um, immediately to Remy's. And um, we found out um, over our last trip that my wife, she she doesn't really like Remy's for the motion and the 3D and stuff. So I went on this by myself, but, but Remy's is amazing. Mm -hmm. I love Remy's. It's probably one of my favorite rides there. We head from there straight over to Frozen Ever After, Hit that up. Um, also, great ride. Um, and um, so then from there, we went from Frozen Ever After over to Journey into Imagination. It was the first time that we had been on that ride and first time for Frozen, too. Um, but uh, but Journey into Imagination, it's got its fans. I think Figment's cute. I didn't know what I was expecting. I wasn't expecting that. So... <laughs> It is. I mean, it is what it is. Like, I, I don't right. even know what to say about it. It's, it's, yeah, right. it's no, okay. no, no. It, it's, it's, it's a retro attraction is what it is. I mean, it's a blast from the past. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And that big Eric Idle moon at the end. Nightmare. You know, kind of. <laughs> but, uh, but from there we went over to the front of the park. We grabbed some maple popcorn in Canada. Um, we went to the front of the park, rode Spaceship Earth, um, which, um, which is fun, but that kind of made me a little motion sick, even though it was so slow. Um, you know, just the backwards part, like when you're in space and stuff, that kind of made me a little motion sick, but that's okay. Um, and then we just kind of walked around. We went over to where um, Guardians of the Galaxy is. I'm not a big roller coaster fan. My wife is more a roller coaster fan. She rode Tron on our first Magic Kingdom day, um, but we both didn't want to do that. So we just kind of walked around. Um, and you know, just spent the day just kind of people watching and enjoying Epcot as it is. That's awesome. You guys also got to have lunch over at Living with the Lands or not, not yes. Living with the Land over Garden Grill. <laughs> living yes, with the Land. Yes. Uh, you got yeah. to see Living and with the Land so, uh, and Garden Grill, but what would you guys but, think of Garden Grill? Oh, Garden Grill is another hidden gem, and we actually have to thank you for this because we wouldn't have known about it. So we were at the the soaring ride. Um, and we were both so hungry by this point, it was like noon and I checked my list of things to do based on your podcast recommendations and garden grill was on there. 
So we start exiting the line. I go on the app. I get a walk-up reservation. We're there for like 30 seconds. We get the text. We're sitting down within two minutes. And the food is wonderful. I could eat that berry cake all day. Yes. And the the character experiences, you know, we saw all the characters, I think, four times each within 45 minutes. And mm -hmm. like, even though it's a moving restaurant, neither of us felt the motion. It It's wonderful. And also living with the land, fantastic ride. Yes. But back to this. Um, but yeah, um, Garden Grill, underrated gym. I agree. Like, I don't know why it's not packed to the gills, but it's not. Yeah, shh. We want to keep it that way. It's really good. No, it's good. It's a good restaurant. And, and it it's, it's in a, it's in, you know, it's in a uh, pavilion at Epcot. And it's, you know, you go yeah. through an attraction. You get to see inside Living with the Lamb, which is. It's so cool. And it's got just good food. You know, not super fancy, just good. Okay. So your next day is your, your last park day. Back mm -hmm. to the Magic Kingdom. Looks like you're kind of hitting some of the, the, you know, your favorites again for a second time. But you're also, it looks like, because I noticed like about halfway down as you get into the afternoon, just says, all caps, exhausted. I mean, we all get there at the end of the vacation. You're just, you're just Disney tired. You're just like wiped out. So walk us through this day up to that point because your rope drop. Is that kind of your goal so, though? Because you had a breakfast there, but um, you're just, you know, you can talk to us about the breakfast you had, but it was basically just to kind of do some favorites before you head out. Yeah, so um, we actually had breakfast over at Crystal Palace, which is a wonderful experience. Um, you know, the only thing that we weren't expecting is how big Crystal Palace is. So we mm -hmm. really only got to see the characters once, but that's fine because it was such a big restaurant. Um, and then, you know, we 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 uh, um, hit up um, Honda Mansion again because that's one of our favorites. We hit up Peter Pan again. That's one of our favorites. Um, Pirates we did. Uh, we also went through... Enchanted Tiki Room, I think, on this day, and Country Bears. I love Country Bears. Um, uh, I went uh, to that for the first time on this trip, and we just kind of hit our greatest hit, so to speak. Um, but yeah, we we were so exhausted by that day that we left at like three thirty. We didn't even stick around for fireworks. We were so Disney tired. I've been there. Now here's here's what I've been dying yeah. to get to this because when I read your notes a couple days ago and you sent these to me. I got uh -huh. so excited because I think I want to steal your tradition and I want this tradition to become not just my tradition, but I want somebody in our audience to hear this today and also make this possibly their tradition if they can, because not everybody can afford to do this. But I mean, a lot of us, I think, can possibly if you right. if you make an, a choice to not maybe get one extra souvenir for yourself or something throughout the church. So tell us about this on your way out of the Magic Kingdom. Because when I saw this, I was like, this is such a kind and cool idea. So tell us about this. So um, I had 20 bucks burn a hole in my pocket. We were walking out. We were walking down Main Street. And I wanted to spend this money in some good way to pass it on. We had something passed on to us on our honeymoon. And I wanted to do this on this trip. So we're passing by a balloon vendor. And I stopped my wife and say, hey, you know, be right back. Walk up to the cast member. I said, hey, um, how much for a balloon? With the full intention of buying the balloon and just handing it to someone. And she said, well, you know, it's $15 for this kind of balloon and $20 for this kind of balloon. I said, you know what? Here, here's $20. And could you please just find a very deserving family, child, whatever, and give them a balloon and just like on me, just as a way to pay it for because we had such a great week um, that week, 
and we just wanted to pay it forward. Just I wanted to make that. someone else happy. I love that. I love that because, you know, that cast member is now empowered to make somebody's day where maybe they're not, you know, I, I wish every cast member had that kind of a leeway, but they probably don't have it to give away product, but now they have, you know, it's paid for so they can. Right. And, you know, you feel good because, you know, you've had a great vacation, you know, that, you know, you don't know who's going to get that, that, that great feeling, but you know, when a kid gets happy because they're, they, they get some unexpected balloon. Trust me, the dad is ecstatic. The mom's ecstatic everybody. And that kid might be talking about that for 10 years. You know, that time we went down when I was seven, I got a balloon, you know, from a stranger, you know, they're 28 at that point, you know, that's, yeah. that's just good mojo out into the universe. And if we're lucky enough to get to go to a place like Walt Disney world, pass it on. I love that idea. Um, yes, absolutely. Because, you know, we've been very fortunate to be able to go twice in, you know, a period of six months. And while I will never know who that person is that got the balloon, just the fact that that I know that someone got that balloon and their day was probably made even more better by that act. And I just hope that they passed it on and it just kept on going and going and going throughout the day, week, month, whatever. Um, so, you know, that's something that I want to do each and every time that we go down now. Um, and um, it doesn't have to be a balloon. It could be, you know, something else um, from one of the parks, maybe, uh, you know, like an ear of corn from Animal Kingdom or, you know, something else. I don't know what, but, you know, just just find a way to pass it on. It's going to be ear of corn. Look for this guy right here. I like, I like ears of corn. <laughs> <laughs> Especially during Food and Wine or whatever that one buttery one is over by Live With Land. I love that one. Even oh, though I got, last time I got it all over my shorts. I didn't even know it until I looked down and butter all over my shorts. Messed up my shorts for real. I could get it out. <laughs> Just kidding. No, but I love that idea. So I like to pass the balloon on. That's a great idea. So then your yeah. last day was your checkout day, kind of a sad day, but you wiped out, you know, and it looks like you just kind of chilled out. Breakfast at the food court, shopped around at different resorts, headed yeah. to the airport, and bugged out, yeah. and started planning your next trip in your head, I guess. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, our, our, um, our flight back was delayed because there were some big storms, but only about 90 minutes. We went shopping. Um, we went back to the boardwalk. We actually even went back into um, Beaches and Cream to that little uh, sort of like walk-up window, got a root beer float. I was wearing this shirt on the Skyliner, which is a Skyliner shirt, got, you know, a bunch of thank yous and hellos from the cast members there. And, you know, we just made the most of, out of our last few hours there. God, that's and then hard. we went home. And, you know, like on the flight home, I was already making plans for the next trip. Like whenever that's going to be. As a good Disney fan does. That's what the... That's what the <laughs> flight home is for you're like okay that was a great trip but next time this is what we're doing you know we're going to stay yeah. here and we're going to yeah. do this park first and then we're going to take a mm -hmm. rest day because we're exhausted i went too hard <laughs> that's yeah. exactly how it goes on the plane coming home because my feet are killing me my back hurts right, <laughs> right. pull the muscle and, <laughs> right and i mean like i've already mentally planned like six or seven trips <laughs> over the next five years yeah uh, i mean like we've gone from zero to 150 in the span of a year and mike like this is all your fault like really because like we've got so many plans now so many good ideas from you and the rest of the people on the podcast and we've got ideas for trips for you know a dozen more years so thank you hey we empower each other here that's what we do we're like an empowerment group we just we love disney and i mean it's like hey you know uh, i gotta go down there and give out a balloon you know just in time so, uh, i'm just doing it for the good it's like i'm on a mission from god you know it's like right. I'm, on, I'm on a mission from justin you know it's like he told there me man, go. i gotta give away a balloon i gotta go like huh. I'll, I'll see i'll be back next week I'll yeah. mission from justin. <laughs> exactly Please. there it is we're all gonna do this now in your name um 
Well, let me ask you one question though, seriously about this before we get out of here, cause we went a little bit long, but that's okay. We're having a blast today. Yeah. You, you use genie plus and use the DAS system. Do you have mm -hmm. any tips for folks that are in that boat that are also kind of combining the two, marrying the two? Like, did you find any frustrations or any tips for folks that are going to use those systems together or one or the other, something you just like to pass on. So people that are using those systems might be able to maybe avoid a frustration here in the future. So no real tips, I guess. Um, I think that if you have the opportunity to use a DAS, a genuine opportunity, and you're not trying to, you know, right, right. System or whatever, um, you know, um, use it. We used the genie for, you know, like some of the big rides, like rise of the resistance. And then, um, like if like rise of the resistance was like an hour away, we, we would use a DAS or two to hit up some of the smaller rides, some of the, well, not smaller rides, but some of the rides that we wanted to do in the intern before waiting for that big ride. And then we just repeated that. We used Genie Plus for a big ride. And then if it was a long wait for that big ride, then we would use Daz for some of the filler attractions, you know, the Philhar Magic or, you know, um, just like other smaller scale right, right, things right. waiting for the bigger ride. Makes sense. Well, Justin, right. what a great way to start the week. I appreciate your enthusiasm, your knowledge. You're just, this is, this is what it's all about. Really. It's about going down and having fun and, and getting to relive it again here on a Monday. And it's a great way to start the week. And it's been great meeting you and getting to talk. And I truly hope we get to do this again someday soon. So thanks for taking the time and have a great week. Thank you very much, Mike. This has been a genuine pleasure. Thank you so much. All right. Don't forget our show is brought to you by the magic for less travel. We'd love to help you plan a great Walt Disney world, Disneyland, Disney cruise line, or adventures by Disney trip this week. You swing by the website over at the magic for less.com mention the show. And you and I are going to be planning that trip together again. Check them out today over at the magic for less.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link this week. That really supports everything we do throughout the entire year. Still got to get that Halloween costume. Grabbing it on Amazon, support us at the same time. Just click through BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And don't forget, we have Patreon supporters. You guys make all these shows possible. We get to put out more than one show a week. We do four shows every week, and we can do that because of your Patreon support. So if you support us, thank you so much for that. If you don't, come on over. You can support us for just $5 a month, and you'll get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every single week. So come on over, Patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Don't forget to today. If you're listening on Monday this evening around this afternoon, actually around five 30 Eastern, most likely there's going to be a live call in listener question show this week only because Pam and Ricky are both down in Walt Disney world. And Scott is just getting off an airplane from Hawaii and he is going to be major jet lag. So it might just be Mike riding solo for this week's shows. So I might just open up the phone lines and do live listener questions this week on the phone and video here in the chat. So please tune in 530 Eastern if you're tuning in here on Monday as the show releases and we'll take calls just like we do on Sunday nights, but it'll be on Monday. So give me a call and we'll do it a little bit different this week and have some fun and make it live. And who knows what will happen with those listener questions. We'll do that. So that's just for this afternoon. But don't forget Sunday night coming up. It'll be you, me, and Scotty G, the BOGP open line on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Join us at 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. That's when we open up the phone lines and take your calls and have a blast as well. Give me a follow on the social media at Mike. We'd love to talk to you on Twitter slash X, Instagram, and threads. And uh, that's about it. So until we talk to you again on Wednesday for those listener questions that we'll record this afternoon.
join us there. For Justin down in Louisville, I'm Mike here in Missouri. You guys have a great week. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.